Good morning, everybody. I hope you're doing well. I'm saying good morning because I'm recording this on a Monday morning, and I want to spend just a few minutes, 10, maybe 15 minutes, talking to you about um, how to have peace in your life. That's what this podcast is called, um, Who I Am, The Way to Peace. And I don't have peace every single day. I get frustrated. I get angry. I get worried. I get anxious. But there are many times I do have peace. And today I want to talk to you about one of those ways that I try to come and have peace. But before we start the talk, what I'm going to do is take a few moments and let you, if you can, if you're sitting at home listening, if you're sitting at work listening in your cubicle in your own office, take a moment to just stop and center yourself and become mindful. So I have a singing bowl in front of me and I'm going to hit it. What I'd like you to do is, with your eyes closed, listen to the sound of that singing bowl focus your attention on your body be aware of where you're at of how you're feeling of what's going on and as you listen to the sound start and then become at first loud and then slowly begin to be quieter and quieter just focus your attention on that sound and take a moment just to be mindful of where you're at and what's going on today here we go So here we are. What I want to talk about today is something that Eastern religions call renunciation. And what I want to talk about is the path to peace out of being able to have renunciation. What do I mean by that? That means when we're caught up in selfish desires. When we notice ourselves angry, frustrated, anxious. Most of the time, those feelings tell us something, just like the last podcast. Please go back and review it. Those feelings tell us something about what we're not getting, what we need, uh, what we think is unfair. Um, Something didn't turn out the way we expected. We're wanting something to happen in a certain way. And these are selfish desires, and we all have them. I have them. But in the Bhagavad Gita, it talks about renunciation. And I want to read just a few passages out of the Bhagavad Gita And then talk about um, renunciation in a practical, um, spiritual way, but a very practical, psychological way also, if I can. So, um, leaving this world, retiring from the ordinary affairs of job and family, this is contradicted with working in the world, with detachment. The general term for retiring from the world is renunciation. So what this is saying is, yes, we all um, have to work in the world. We all have to be in the world. But hopefully we can operate and be in the world and be detached from it. Um, The Bible talks about, this is so great for me, here's what I'm reading from the Bhagavad Gita. Um, The Bible talks about be in the world but not of the world. 
is a scripture verse in the Bible. And here the Bhagavad Gita is saying the same thing, that you have to work and be in the world with family. But at some point, you have to renounce those things. What does that mean, renounce those things? For me, that means that when we find ourselves wanting to please everyone, make everybody happy, make somebody happy, make somebody like us, we have to renounce that. We have to be able to say, I need to realize that I cannot make everyone happy. Number two, we try to be successful. We try to be the best at our jobs, the best parent, the best um, student, the best worker, the best whatever. We try never to make mistakes. We never want to mess up, and we always want to get it perfect and right. And the reality is we will make mistakes, but if we are attached to having to be perfect and having to be successful and having to get it all right, that will bring anger and anxiety and stress into our lives. And thirdly, the roles we play. You know, we try to be the best moms, the best dads, um, the best business owners, the best brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, therapists, um, secretaries, whatever roles we play, we try to be the best at those. Um, spouse. Um, and if we can be the best at that, we tell ourselves, hey, that's great and wonderful. But the reality is we need to detach, renounce those things, meaning that um, we need to recognize that we can do our best, but we don't, will not always get it right. It will not always be the best that it can ever be. Um, so I want to read again from parts of the Bhagavad Gita and what it says about that. Um, so in this place, the Bhagavad Gita says... One second, I'll get there. Pleasures conceived in the world of the senses have a beginning and an end and give birth to misery. The wise do not look for happiness in them, but those who overcome the impulses of lust and anger which arise are in the arise in the body are made whole and live in joy. They find their joy, their rest, their light completely within themselves. United with the Lord, they attain nirvana in Brahman. Now for me, this means a very psychological thing too, not just a spiritual thing, that we're connected with God, that we realize that the things of the earth are temporal and won't last. But we realize something very psychological, um, that the things I'm talking about to, be, to renounce is what I talk about in psychology as self-esteem, value, worth, um, what we talk about in psychology and in spirituality, ego. And when we're operating out of ego, trying to make sure we have value and worth, trying to work and work and work to make sure we have value and worth, what happens there is we try to please everybody. And there's no way to please everybody. Because as soon as I try to make you happy, somebody's not happy. And as soon as I make that person happy, you're not happy anymore. And on and on and on it goes. The reality is all we can do is be the best person we can be. I read in a book once, um, the, the, the man wrote, imagine yourself being a peach and you're the perfect, most best tasting, beautiful, biggest, ripest, juiciest peach ever grown and everybody agrees that's the best peach ever. Guess what? Not everybody likes peaches. So even though you're the best one ever, somebody's still going to look at you and say, mm, no thanks. I don't like peaches. I don't like how they taste. I don't like the skin. I don't like the bitterness. I don't, yeah. 
Though the reality is we need to renounce that we have to make everyone happy or everyone okay with us or everybody wonderful, feel wonderful about us. We can't. All we can do is focus on being the person God has created us to be. Being our true, authentic self, the best peach we can be. And if we can be our true, authentic self, the best peach we can be, we'll have a lot of people who like us and want to be a part of our lives. And of course, we'll have people who think we're crazy or silly or stupid or don't want to be a part of our life at all. But all we can do is be connected with God and be the best person we've been created to be, our true, authentic self that we were put here on this earth to be. Secondly, what this passage to me talks about in a psychological way is um, what we talked about before is that you will make mistakes. You will not be perfect and always successful. What we tend to do is when we make mistakes is we don't just feel guilty. So guilt is I made a mistake because we all make mistakes. We feel shameful. This brings the misery. Shame is not I made a mistake, but I am a mistake. What's wrong with me? Why did I do that? Oh, I need to do better. Oh, I'm such a mess up. Oh, I screwed it all up. I'm screwed up. I screw up everything. And this brings misery. When we do not renounce this, when we do not step back from this and our ego operates and we've got to be right and perfect, misery comes upon us. And again, all we can do is be connected to God and realize we do make mistakes. But we are loved. We are part of the universe. That we are children of God. That God lives within us. That we are perfect like we are. And we're here to learn and on a mission to learn and do more. But if we do not renounce that we have to be perfect or we have to get it all right, misery will come upon us. And lastly, the roles we play. If we think our role is all about being a parent, let me remind you, your kids will grow up and they will leave. And you will no longer be a parent like that every day. You will not get them up and make them breakfast and send them to school and make them lunch and be there for their teaching conferences. And They will be gone and you will not be a parent like that every day. We call this empty nest syndrome because if my whole worth and identity and value is wrapped up in being a parent, that will go away. Roles will change and shift. And if I'm attached to those roles and I have to play those roles, those roles will change. Misery will come. Hopelessness and frustration will come because I'm attached to those roles. And again, here in the Bhagavad Gita, it reminds us to be in the world, do our work. But do not make that work. Do not make those roles. Do not make those things, your whole worth and identity, be detached from them. Renounce them. In the Bible, it talks about the same thing. Be in the world, but not of the world function and breathe and do your work in the world but not let that become your true and source and only source of identity and finally one more passage from the Bhagavad Gita says this the wise master their senses their mind and intellect through meditation self-realization is their only goal Freed from the selfish desire, fear, and anger, they live in freedom, always. Knowing me as a friend of all creatures, the Lord of the universe, the end of all suffering and all spiritual disciplines, they attain eternal peace. So here we are, supposed to be connected. Krishna is saying, be connected to me. 
the Lord of all. Be freed from your selfish desire of value and worth and identity. In the Bible, it has a similar verse. The verse says, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. And so here we are with spiritual life connecting in all kinds of ways. The Bhagavad Gita, the Bible, the universe telling us, keep your mind on the universe. Keep your mind on that. You are part of me and I will take care of you. That when your mind drifts, and it will, to the roles you play, to having to be perfect, to making somebody happy, and anger and greed and misery show up, remind yourself of that moment to take your mind and put it back on God. To remember you will make mistakes, but that is not your identity. You are a parent. You are a worker, you are a business owner, but that is not your true value and worth. And yes, all you can do is be who you were created to be, your authentic self, and people will love that, and some people won't. But renounce your ego. And this is a practice. This is a spiritual practice. This is a psychological practice. This is a practice that has to be done, sometimes moment to moment, sometimes day by day, sometimes second by second. Remember that today as you walk through your life. Catch yourself when you're anxious and angry. That emotion's telling you something. Pay attention. See what you've just attached yourself to. Renounce that. Come back to yourself. Come back to awareness about who you really are. A child of God. So we'll end again with the singing bowl. So you can think about you being a child of God, only a child of God, at perfect peace. Namaste.